and welcome to another episode of the Unaverage Joe Show. I'm an Average Joe, your host for today, and today I am with my wonderful grandmother. Say hi, Graham. Good morning, Joseph. Um, it's three oh six p.m. That's okay. They don't know that. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Um. So yeah, today I'm going to be asking her about like the fifties and stuff. Yeah. So what was it like living in the 50s? Was it, like, nice? I don't know. Well, I was born in 1942. So in the 50s, I was between 10 and 16 years old. And it was fun. I had uh, five brothers and sisters. And I went to Nazareth School. And, um... Let's see. And I had a lot of very nice friends, some of whom I still keep in contact with to this day. Mm-hmm. Nice. In fact, I had a, yeah. a lunch with one of my girlfriends from grammar school the other day. Um, let's see what else. We used to go to the yeah. movies at that time. Yeah. And then, of course, like one of the highlights of my life was when I met my husband, my future husband, John Hayes. Johnny Hayes, actually, nice. is what we called him. And um, we had a lot of fun then. And what else do you want to know? I don't know. I think that's good. But, yeah, was it, like, can you tell the story about, like, when you, like, went to the TV, the house, the house? Oh, yes. I was probably, it was television first came out in the 50s. And, of course, none of us in the neighborhood would be able to afford a television, but there was a very lovely couple across the street, a little older man and woman. They didn't have any children, but they got the first television on the street. So there were, there were many children on the street. There probably were at least 15 or so. And when one day they invited us to come into the house at 5 o'clock to watch the Howdy Doody show, which was one of the very first television programs, naturally in black and white. There was no such thing as um, color then. And we had, um, all of us used to come in, sit on the floor and look up at the television, which was probably only about 12 inches big. Yeah. And um, we used to watch the Howdy Doody show. And then of course, as soon as it was over, she said it was time to leave. But we used to be so excited. Every day at five o'clock, if we wanted to go over, and we had we behaved ourselves and had manners, why they would let us come in. So it was very nice of them because they didn't have any children, but they knew that we would all enjoy it. And then eventually, we did. Most of us did get televisions, but in the neighborhood, then there were probably families that had four five or six kids. Yeah. So they really couldn't afford the televisions. Yeah. I mean, you gotta, when you gotta spend money with, like, all those kids, it's hard. Like, mm-hmm. you had, like, five siblings or something. Exactly. Yep. Three sisters and two brothers. Nice. Did but you... I had lots of cousins in the neighborhood, too. Nice. Um, my nanner and grandpa, Keeney, they lived right next door to us. And then um, one aunt and her family lived next door to us also. And then I had two aunts on the other side of the street, and they each had a couple of children. So we had lots of friends and lots of family around. And we used to be able to walk to school and walk home without any problems. 
Because you lived in the city, right? Yep, we lived in South Boston. But there were many, many other children and parents around at that time because mothers did not work in those days. So the mothers would all be around and everybody kind of kept an eye on all of the children. You know, so like if somebody misbehaved, well, <laughs> there was always somebody that could squeal on you and tell your mother and father. <laughs> and you wouldn't want to have to answer if you were misbehaving. Definitely. Yeah. So. Yeah. <clears throat> and next door, uh, there was probably nine children in one family. And there was one set of twins, twin boys, and a set of triplet girls. Aww. Three girls, yes. Yeah. They were cute. They were really cute. Were they identical? No, no. Oh. They were all familial. And the thing was that probably when I was about 12 or 13, they all moved away. The mom and dad bought a house in uh, Quincy in the Squantum section. Nice. So we really didn't get to see them through those years because lots of times at that point nobody yeah. had a car of their own either. So then many years later, um, I have a godchild, Tim Duffy, and he went to the Air Force Academy, and he flew a fighter plane oh, nice. for um, the Air Force. And I went to his, his girlfriend's bridal shower, that was when they were going to get married, and who was there but the triplet girls that <laughs> nice. I had known when they were little. But I never knew, you know, you never got to see them, so you didn't know what their lives were like either. So it was really interesting how yeah. I had these friends and neighbors in the 50s and early 60s. And then when it came in to be like the 70s and so, then I met them again, which was interesting. Yeah. Did you live in like an apartment or was it like a house? Because like I've into like you'd call it an apartment but it was a two-family house so oh, yeah. we had one apartment and um and then my mom and dad owned that part of the house that whole oh, yeah. house so, it, it's um, like a two-family house yeah i lived in one of those that's when i was right. like five that's right you lived down in auntie kathy's house yeah, yeah. i did um yeah. very nice Clint yeah. was a nice street was too. your apartment was your apartment like big like my mom lived yeah. in like a house like on like in like Dorchester mm -hmm. that was like kind of big for yeah. them. Right. We had seven rooms, so it was oh, big. Nice. Yeah. It was yeah. really plenty big enough for six kids and the <clears> adults. Yeah. You know, it was good. Houses were like a lot bigger back then, right? There Some were a lot of the more. rooms were. Well, like your house right here is a good size too, though. Your rooms are a good size. Yeah, my, my yeah. house is, my, a lot of the people I've seen have a little bit bigger houses, but my yes. house is pretty big. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it just depends upon what was available when your yeah. mom and dad. Yeah. Um, and like the house that I grew up in, my grandfather Keeney, my dad's father, bought that in the, let's say in the 1940s. And so it was a double two-family, two-family on this side, two-family on that, and all attached. Oh, it was like a duplex, but yeah. like it was, yeah. But it, it, it housed uh, four families. Nice. And uh, so nice. when my dad came back from the war, why my grandfather sold him half of the house. So he got two apartments and Grandpa Keeney kept yeah. the other two. And Nana and Grandpa Keeney and my family both came from Ireland, just yeah. like your grandparents did. <laughs> yeah, you know? that's nice. But yeah, um, 
Um, and they had they had ten children, five well, boys yeah. and five girls. People had a lot more children back then. Yep, they did. I don't know. It was fun though. So at that, consequently, I had a lot of cousins too. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I have some. Did you have a lot of fun with them? Oh yeah, yeah. Nice. And then some of them had cottages, you know, down in like, what they call Halifax, another oh. part of Massachusetts, nice. going towards the Cape, and. Um, we used to go and have fun down at the lakes. Definitely. The lakes are, swimming is awesome, yeah. yeah. And then on my mom's side, her maiden name was Linsky. Yeah. And her mom and dad were both born in America. They were not, um, they didn't come from Ireland. They, they were yeah. like, they were the second or third generation Irish. And uh, I loved my Nana Linsky at pieces. We used yeah. to have lots of fun together. I bet, yeah. Yeah. Things were, like, different back then. Like, I've, I've heard that, like, you have, like, a poster in your house. It's, like, a little frame. It says, like, back in 1942, like, this and this. Yes. Yeah. Like, this could probably this could probably be, like, a whole meal for the day. I'm holding a dollar bill, by the way. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, dollars. Were... Like, how much could this, like, thing buy back then? Like, nowadays, this can maybe buy, like, a pack of ramen noodles or something. That's, like, the cheapest food ever. Or maybe it can buy, like, a few lollipops or something. Like, yeah. inflation. Very few, very few lollipops. Like when I was younger, and you could get a Tootsie Roll Pop yeah. for two cents. Yeah, wait, could you buy stuff with, like, pennies back then? Or oh, was yeah. Well, it... sure. oh, you could, yeah. Sure. They probably only paid, I'm not exactly sure, but maybe when my grandfather and grandmother were younger, it was probably, like, one or two pennies. And, in fact, yeah. my Nana Keeney made all of their bread. Nice. She used to be. They made bread. bread every day. Like this could probably yeah. like I saw like an ad. There was like this cafe called like the I think like the sixty. Or, it was in like Dorchester. It was like this cafe, and it uh -huh. was like it like said like hamburgers thirty cents. It was like an old yes. poster. Yeah. Like yeah. I feel like this like could this could probably buy like several gallons of gas or something. Um. Like well, it said, gallon of gas was like twenty cents on that poster. Exactly. Yeah. And it would, I can remember when gas, well, I was young, very young, but it was 10 cents a gallon. But yeah. like nowadays, I and think. Bread. Yeah. I mean, when, even when Papa and I got married, a $20 bill would buy groceries enough yeah. for Papa and I, and then Amy came along. Like, is that like groceries for the week? Yeah. It like, would be enough groceries. I spend. Milk didn't cost a dollar. Bread probably. didn't cost a dollar. So $20 really went far. Yeah. But nowadays, $20. I feel like, yeah. You're lucky if you can get a gallon of milk. You can get a gallon of, of milk. For, you can get a gallon of milk for 20 oh, oh. No, if you got a gallon of milk, a loaf of bread, and let me think what else. Um, um, of, the, of staples. Oh, maybe a pound of butter. Yeah. And, and maybe like a little, like a pack of cheese or something. Yeah. You'd be lucky to get that. If you could get that for um, yeah. $20. I think, like, the dollars were worth, like, maybe, like, ten times more than they were. Well, it's not that the dollars were worth It's, more. like, the value. It's the value of everything. Yeah. What it costs to grow things nowadays. Yeah, but, it's like, it's also inflation is, like, a thing. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Well, you'll probably understand inflation more than I do. I do. But, yeah, dollars yeah. were worth a lot more back then. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, what was... And everything costs less money then, too. Yeah. Because, you know? like, now we have, like, everything costs less because now we have, like, companies trying to, like, like put, like, make their prices way higher. Sure. To, like, 
they like it's I feel like it's a lot of it is like companies they're just trying to like probably like trying to save costs and like get more profits right more profits but they also you can't blame them in one sense because yeah we are buying them because we need whatever their goods yeah we're like consumerism Mm -hmm. you know I've heard there was like um didn't you did you listen to the radio a lot yes oh yeah at first, of course, that's all you could do is listen to the radio because the TVs kind of like didn't come out till the fifties. Yeah, kind of like doing this podcast, right, right? Except it was like live. And you know, I remember like when I first met Papa, and he used to. There used to be a lot of really fun um, um, radio programs on to um, listen to, and one of them was called The Green Hornet. And it was like, um, it was, and then there were other ones that were all like, um, like police sorts of programs. And they, the interviewers would be uh, talking amongst each other. They might have been, for instance, policemen, and they might have been talking about a case and how they were going to, um, like a true crime show. Yes, yeah. Like my mom watches this true crime show, and it was like. It was actually like the police. So, yeah, right. those things existed back then. So if they were walking or they were chasing, you would hear, like, the sounds of their feet or the sounds of the breathing nice. so that you could sort of, you were visualizing in your head what they must have been doing. Yeah, because you, know? you couldn't see it. It was like the radio. Right, right. Was there a lot of, like, static on the radio? No, not so much. Oh, uh, yeah. No. I feel like the radio was, like, better back then, yeah. Well, it was, everything was so new about it that yeah. they wanted to... They wanted to make it as perfect as yeah. they could. I made an episode about AM radio, by the way. Mm-hmm. You can check that out. Yeah. <laughs> Shameless plug. And did yeah. you hear, this is current, did you hear that all a lot of the car companies, they're going to be making cars. There's a movement to, oh, yeah. before the government and have no AM radios in it. Yeah, and I heard that. Not, but that's not good because yeah. on your AM is where you get all of your news I, programs. I heard an advertisement from like that. Yeah. I mean, there's, like, an FM radio called WGBH, yes, and that's, like, yeah. it's on, like, Grateful Hill Ski Resort, and it, like, broadcasts news, but, like, that's FM. But I feel like people don't like it because, like, I feel like people just listen more to FM radio, but I don't think that's a reason to stop it. But, like, I saw, an, I was listening, it was, like, advertised on the radio. It was, like, <clears throat> they were, like, saying, AM radio is important in cars. Don't, like. It really is, though. Because, like, it said AM radio can be used in life-saving situations. I don't know. I'm not really sure about that, but, like, I don't know. It was just advertised, and I don't know. I well, see, I, for news and everything, if I'm in the car, I definitely turn on WBZ, an AM station. Nice. WHCH um, is another AM yeah. station. And um, I, as far as, I don't know enough about FM um, news stations, yeah. I know on FM there's a lot of um, entertainment, um, music, um, things like that. Um, all of your current um, uh, singers and everything, that's how you hear all their music. I just don't think that's a really good idea because you can get so many weather stations and everything on AM that yeah. a, a news station night. I don't support that at all. Yeah. But I'll have to investigate it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, a lot of stuff was different back then, yeah. It was, 
Was it, do you think it was, like, better to live in the 50s? Was it, like, nice? Or was it, like, modern day is nice? I think it was as modern as it was for that time. Yeah. But, of course, nothing like that. <laughs> yeah, but, like, did you, were you, like, happy back then? Was oh, it like absolutely. Nice? Oh, yeah. I think most people were happy, and if they weren't... I feel like it was, like, probably, that was a good time for a lot of people. Yeah, but any time you're in is a Just good came time. off the, just came off the war, and now, just came off, like, the big war, and now we're, like, um, there's, like, more economy stuff going on. Mm-hmm. It's just not nice stuff going on. There what? There was a whole lot going on, a whole lot more available to the men, yeah. you know, and then that's how my dad was able to um, buy the house um, because he had something called the GI Bill, government issue GI, and that's what they called soldiers a lot, was GIs. Nice. So there was a GI Bill that helped um, young couples and guys returning from the war to buy houses and, nice. and cars. Yeah. And of course you were that their kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now there weren't six kids until um, Loretta and I were in the 40s we were born, but then the other four were born in the early 50s. Yeah. Yep. So yep. But it was it was it was a good time. It was a really, really good time. And you saw a whole lot of your neighbors, um, and I think everybody was very helpful. Definitely. One cute little story I'll tell you. You know my girlfriend, Auntie Dot, Dottie? Oh, yeah, yeah, I know that. Well, Dottie's grandmother and my grandmother came from Ireland. Nice. And they each lived in... Auntie Dot's grandmother and my grandmother. My grandmother's name was Mary Gorham, and Auntie Dot's grandmother's name was Dorothy... I, th- I don't know her maiden name, but Dorothy Powers was her married name. So anyway, um, they each came from Ireland, and they were they got very friendly because they married guys, and they all lived in South Boston. So when, as each started to have their family and everything, um, Mrs. Powers ended up just having three children, but my grandmother Keeney, Mary Gorham Keeney, why, she had ten children. So every time my grandmother had a new baby, because Mrs. Powers had her three children, and that was it for her. Well, every time my grandmother had a new baby, why, Mrs. Powers would bring a basket over for the baby to lay in (laughs) till it got a little bit bigger, and then it would go in a crib and everything. So I just thought that was a a cute story. Yeah. because then if when my grandmother each time would discover she was expecting a baby, she would say to Mrs. Powers, well, you can start getting that basket ready soon. And my grandmother would say, and, and Mrs. Powers would say, oh, my God, Mary, you're having another one? <laughs> so, but a lot yeah. of people had, like my Nana Linsky, my other Nana, she had eight, and then Nana Keeney had ten. Yeah. That was a lot. Yeah. But, um... It, and it was a good time, and all my aunts and uncles were very um, loving and, uh, you know, tried to be as good as they could to all of us kids that, that you know, were the nieces and nephews and everything. So, it, all in all, it was a very, very good time. Nice. So, I think we can stop this interview, and now, we can, Joseph We prom- can a little bit. <laughs> Joseph promised that I, he'll only post this if I tell him he can Okay, <laughs> and I'll, and if you don't want to post this, I definitely won't. You might not even be seeing this, but yeah, 
Graham, I'll make sure I get your permission. Okay. Sounds <clears throat> good. All right, but yeah. So the 1950s was nice. Yeah. Is it like... and, si- and that was the 60s, and of course it took me into yeah. the 70s. And then, because I married... Um, yeah. Uh, Poplar in, yeah. in um, 1966. Yeah. You made me, like, say I won't post this if I don't want But, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Is it, I like... I also know yeah. you're going to do whatever you want to no, do. No, I won't. But still. So, all right. Graham, you want to say... See. Stick out your tongue. Oh, it's not black yet. But <laughs> you want to see... What is that? Is that, like, an old saying? Or yes. Something? Yeah. yeah. If you were lying in the olden days, they'd say, stick out your tongue. It'll probably turn black. <laughs> nice. All right. Well, you want to say the line, Graham? What line? Oh, this concludes. This concludes. Oh, this. You do it. This concludes another episode of the Unaverage Show Show. See you in the next one. Thank you, Joseph, for interviewing me. Um. Bye. <laughs> Goodbye. All right. Love you, Graham. I love you. It too. was great doing this with you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.